Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. All right, big game tonight downtown between uh, Creighton and UConn. And then tomorrow, big, big game uh, for Nebraska. Be interested in how Indiana looks at it. As Nebraska will go on the road to Bloomington, take on Indiana. We welcome in from Husker 24-7, Brian Christofferson. Good morning, BC. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, I should be good, right? Yeah, yeah. You act. You asked it in a tone where you you wondered if I might be uh, hurting or something. Uh, Are you? Is no, there no, something no, you no no something you're going I mean, through? You're, you're you're busy. You're churning out all kinds of content. <laughs> um, but on that note, let me ask you about your football team real quick. Your NFL football team. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good response. Hey, isn't the reported non-guaranteed contract that the Vikings offered Kirk Cousins? Isn't that a wise move by the Vikings? I don't even know what the figures are, Gary. I, have, I didn't even give it a look yesterday, so I, w- I wouldn't be able to offer good commentary on it. But uh, I want Kirk back. Um, I've been uh, a big Kirk guy, even when everybody liked to, to to get the whip out on him. And so I, I hope it happens. But um, I didn't see what the particulars were of the deal. Um, I just think it's always harder. Everybody's like, oh, they have these big ideas like, you know, we're going to draft so-and-so, you're going to make this move for a quarterback. It can be very difficult to find a top 10 to top 12 guy in the league. And you can have that search for quite a while. You can ask a few franchises in particular about that. So I am quite content with, with Kirk and uh, with the receivers we have, and let's go with it and trying to get the defense a little bit better as we do it. All right, uh, let, let's shift to basketball. So not only – and churning out all kinds of great content and covering basketball. You guys also have to have the fun task, because Schaefer always says, this is the funnest thing I ever do, is monitoring our message board. Um, With the year that Nebraska is having, because we're after Valentine's Day, and Nebraska's in the mix to be in the NCAA tournament, which we haven't said very often around here. Have you noticed, and maybe you know, interacting with your readers, have you noticed a re-engagement of some people that you know are just football people that all they really care about is Nebraska football. They'll watch basketball, but they're not really emotionally attached. Have you noticed people re-engaging with Nebraska basketball of late? Yes, absolutely. There, where There's a lot of every day someone new trying to figure out like the net rankings and like how that works <laughs> and like why... Why does it wait? Wait. Why does this one against Ohio State count for a quad two at PBA, but it could be a quad one there? It like makes us, you know. Yeah. So there's every day. Um, there, it feels like there's a new entry into that conversation, which I appreciate. We got another. You know, you feel like mm-hmm. you, you you snagged another, and so that's always exciting. Um, I wrote about it a little yesterday. Uh, it's just more people are watching the other games too. Like, you know, they're, they're keeping yep. an eye on the two big 10 games that are on BTN on a given night, or they're, they're factoring like, okay, you know, we've got someone on our board who does an excellent job. Every board should have a person like this. Who's like, okay, these are the four to five games to watch tonight that I could impact Nebraska's uh, net standing and all that. 
And so people are kind of dialed into that. And uh, you know what it makes me uh, wishful for is those days of my youth, um, you know, with football being the same way where um, this was a place that they loved watching their Huskers, but they were also specialized in, okay, what's the top 25 scoreboard for the day? Um, And uh, I'm, I'm of course, nostalgic for an an older time when uh, you would hear the scores on the radio driving home and they would play like uh, old, uh, you know, boys choir from the university singing like uh, the Notre Dame fight song in the background <laughs> as they gave those those scores. We probably aren't going back to that, but I do I do hope we get um, get back soon to like okay, Nebraska's ranked uh, 18th. Uh, did you see what happened over here? And then there's an argument on Sunday about Nebraska dropped a spot for no reason whatsoever. Like, I, I long for those days, but I'm definitely seeing a, a little bit of that with basketball where it's not just engagement with the team itself, but the actual, the entire sport, you know, of college hoops and how it, how it works together. So that, that's a lovely thing. Tomorrow night against Indiana, does it, does it feel different to you, Brian? I, everything on the road is what it is, okay? But the fact that Nebraska was able to really control Indiana at home, I mean, really from the get-go, I mean, maybe the first five minutes were in doubt, but then after that, Nebraska won that thing going away. Because I know we can compare the other one. The other example I bring up was Northwestern, where Nebraska kind of held on, and you knew maybe there was a little bit of fool's gold there. Maybe that was just strictly you know what they did at Pinnacle Bank Arena. But it just seemed like that was a, a good matchup for Nebraska. Does that does – that, change anything the way that you look at tomorrow night's game on the road against indiana um yeah there's, there's something to pick from that but every game's its own animal and, and really a, a big part of nebraska's success especially when they've got it done recently at home on the defensive end is is bryce williams and obviously sammy hoiberg you know coming off the bench and that's the thing when i look at indiana um i think their point guard play is um average you know so it's a little suspect they're they're playing the young guy right now with cups a little bit more xavier johnson's been you know a guy who has had an okay career and it sort of stayed there um it's a type of game where bryce and nebraska's guards have to really make it difficult for indiana to get into their sets i think and and just be disruptive and even those first like five to ten seconds on the shot clock sort of throwing it an offense out of whack uh, and I think that often means so much in a possession. So I think that's going to be key. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, this weekend, kind of a ho-hum game, which was fine. That's all Nebraska needed to do. And they, they played good defense. And the, Bryce Williams, I think, had two points. But he, he was one of the best players on the floor because of what he did on that end of the court, you know, and um, how he took the point guard out of the game. So um, the, the guy, though, that they're going to have to really uh, try to contain a bit is where. You know, he had 16 boards against Northwestern, and he, he's got that ability to have a game like that. And we know Nebraska's defensive rebounding struggles there. So it just can't be one of those games where, um, you know, with 12 minutes left in the second half, we're doing the running total on how many offensive boards the other side has and what the plus minus yeah, is there. Like yeah. that, 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 Fred always says it's that and the turnovers, and he's so right. Like if his, it, it always comes down to this. If Nebraska wins both, they win the game. If they win one, it's going to go right to the wire. And if they lose both, they'll lose the game. And he he says it's as simple as that a lot of times, and it ends up being the case. Is this a talking point internally, you think, about road struggles? I mean, we, we talk about it ad nauseum. 
And what you just laid out is absolutely true, BC, about how you win in Assembly Hall tomorrow. But no one has any clue what Nebraska team's going to show up. Will we get the one that was in Champaign, or will we get the one that's in Northwestern? And those were only a couple of days apart. Do you think this weighs on them internally about how they can't win on the road? And it's not just a one-off thing. It has been like a familiar theme the last few years is Nebraska just can't win away from Pinnacle Bank Arena. I think it's got to a little bit because, you know, how do you block it out, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's the one big conversation piece that's a negative with this particular squad. And I've said it before on here, if they had grabbed one of those road games, if, 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 but if they even had one of them right now, I just think it's that offer that's attached to it that's making it such a big deal. Like, obviously, like, one and six on the road wouldn't be ideal. But if you look around the league, you're sort of like, okay, aside from, you know, like Purdue and stuff, there's a lot of teams that have, like, two wins or less, you know, away from home. So you'd, you'd be like, okay, it's not great, but mm-hmm. we're not talking about it like we are now. But it's that offer. So they, they've really got to get over the hump. And I, I do think it – um, is a conversation piece of some sort over there. I, I that that'd be interesting to ask Fred today, though. Like, how much you actually bring that up with your team, or is that yeah. um, something that actually? Uh, in fact, I can ask that. Just like, is that something that you you find like that isn't beneficial actually to to keep putting in front of them? But it's hard to miss. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's on their minds. Yeah, you you kind of touched on my next question, and that is. The, the amount of challenges that, that Fred has as a head coach, as any coach does, how big of a challenge is it to sort of manage this part of the conversation with Nebraska basketball? Because there's plenty there that you know Fred likes. I think that you've seen from his emotion, uh, from a loss compared to a win, you've you've seen it, uh, I think, appropriately you know, kind, of, kind of verbalized uh, when he speaks to the media. How do you, at this point of the season, knowing that you're getting down to it, how do you address it? How do you manage it? Is it something you talk about? Is it something that you, you know, that you address the elephant in the room or you don't? I, I just, I don't know what you do at this point when trying to handle that, that part of the conversation. I think one way you can go at it um, is you say, look, Illinois, you know, top 15 team. If not a foul call in the last possession, you win the game. You're there for 40 minutes. Obviously, Nebraska made that great run the last three, but they were there. They had a chance to win it. And then I think you look even at, like, Minnesota and Rutgers, and you tell your guys, it's not like you can't play good ball on the road. There have been stretches where it has happened. It's just been that it's been, like, in that 25 to 32-minute variety of okay basketball, and then there's that that slip. And Mm -hmm. so that, to me... Um, I go back to the defense, though. Like when the, when you go on the road, I sometimes do think you are go, you are going to sometimes walk into, even though you don't want to, a scoring drought here or there. But my question is, can Nebraska bring the lunch pail like they did against Penn State? That's why some people are calling it like a boring game, an ugly game. I get it why, why it was being called that, but it was in – an encouraging game and Fred said as much afterwards because Nebraska was actually what like four of 21 from three or something like that and they won by 19 because the defense which is portable um, and is something you hope you can take on the road was was so dialed in Um, and now Penn State was a little limited as they're going through a roster transition but nonetheless Nebraska played really good on that end of the court and and showed what they can do and I, I think that's 
the thing. Can can they go on the road against the Indiana and Ohio State and force that team in their own building into like a four and a half minute drought at some point too? You know where there's that stretch where even if you're not scoring. Um, you're not letting up on the defensive end where you let your little drought turn into like a 10-0 run the other way. And so that to me is going to be the biggest thing is if they can kind of combat um, the natural struggles that sometimes come on the road by making the home team go through it a little bit too because your defense is so so dialed in. Brian Christopherson from Husker 24-7 joining us. How cool is uh, Tyson Terry? I know you got a chance to talk to him. Yeah. He was dominant on the mat this weekend. He's going to go for his fourth straight state title. He's never lost. He's 136-0. and He's coming off of his, of his three years in high school. I thought this was his best year as a defensive tackle. But how cool is this kid on his mission to do well in football and wrestling? Uh, unbelievably cool. Um, I'm not going to act like I'm like best friends with his family going back to high school, but I, it's, it's a fun story for me because I, I went to Omaha North and uh, – uh, his dad, Ryan Terry, was actually in school when I was there, and I, I remember writing for the high school newspaper oh, wow. when North when like North won the state tournament and tie. And uh, Dustin Terry's a a relative in his family who won two state titles too. And so, um, yeah, they've got seven state championships in the Terry name now. His dad has two, and Dustin has two, and uh, cool. Tyson's topped them now um, with three. And uh, the thing that I was asking him about, I. I understand that when you're that good at wrestling, you, you expect to win and all that. But I've always thought, like, man, that's a ton of pressure, right? Like, I think about that all the time. Like, if a guy's like 134-0 and in his high school career and everybody that's going against you has been working in the gym for, like, three months, like, on the match, trying to get to that point where they take you down, and that's been the focus. You've been, like, their Ivan Drago that's been <laughs> on the wall that they come <laughs> Like, and, uh, and he didn't let anybody come close to touching him. No. You know, that's the thing about it. It's just like, he's not, he wasn't even really tested. No disrespect to those other guys, but I think they'd say the same thing and that they've got a lot of work to do. And so, uh, he's just got such a mindset where he's like, I've trained for this since I was four or five, you know, with his dad helping coach him and all that. I, I know, um, you know, my techniques and stuff from all that work and who I've worked with and how hard I work. And I just expect that to pay off. And that's the confidence I have, even when there is the weight of, can you stay undefeated for your whole career going on? So, uh, very, very cool, uh, dude. And, uh, I know he gets the comparisons with Nash. Yep. I was um, just going to ask him. Yep. Yeah. It's, a, it's, I mean, it, you, you can't help but think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably, he says at this point, he doesn't think he's going to probably do the, the Husker wrestling thing, which I understand it's a lot to take on. Anything can change, but that's not in his plans right now. Um, but I think he's one of those guys in the recruiting class that is starting to build now where I just feel like he's got a high enough floor that there's going to be some success. And then it's just exciting to see like how, how high does the ceiling extend then? But I love those recruits. And I wrote about this the other day too, where, you feel like their floor is sturdy enough that you're going to get a good career out of them some way or another. You just are wondering, like, how how really good can that career be? And I think he's got the right mindset to really take off with that. Yeah, because I know he's he's not going to be an early enrollee. He's going to go for the you know the four peat, obviously. But when you talk about the comparisons to Nash, and there's a sport if you're going to not be an early enrollee, but you're going to be still sticking around. I mean, that's that's quite the sport that's going to help his craft. You know that. 
Yeah. If if you do, they'll kind of look at, and this goes not just him, but I, we saw this a lot with Malachi, the involvement that even when they're not early enrollees, being able to attend practices, being able to stay kind of engaged with what everyone's doing. Is there kind of a thought that, yeah, early enrollee is obviously going to give you a, a a jump into the competition, but if you're if you're kind of active and you're getting out there, there's still a lot you can take in and still a lot that you can kind of even learn, uh, you know, depending on your involvement when they have spring ball going on. Yeah, and um, first off, I think it's cool to go chase the four Pete. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I think we can't lose some of that. With I know the early enrollee thing is very useful to guys, and I understand that part of it too. But there are certain cases where it's like, yeah, go do that. You like if, you know, or if a kid's got like a great uh, track career going and he's going for some school records or something or, or state records. I I'm all for mm-hmm. guys doing that, but I think you make a good point, Nick, about, you know, he can get down here and for some spring stuff and, and see what's going on. And I could bring up another name from last year. I think, I, I, I hope I'm remembering this off the cuff. There's so many guys on the roster. Occasionally you can mix them together, but Van Poppel, I believe was a summer arrival, um, last mm-hmm. year. And he's a guy who, uh, you know, popped in and, and, and played some snaps and I think is, is positioned to take off really well this year at the, you know, similar position to what Tyson would be playing. So I think you can definitely, um, especially if you're wrestling and there's no better workout for right. athletes will say than that, like what you're putting your body through and your mind through, um, you could do that, be in amazing shape show up and still contribute and especially with the four game red shirt rule and all that it, it 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 can work out pretty well for you. Hey, well, get you out on this. Um so let's talk some quarterback recruiting. And we're talking about getting the 25 quarterback before the star 24 quarterback and you know, two in the class even hit the field for spring football, but we focused on Alex Mansky and he stays home in Iowa. Then we focus on Dylan Duff because the whole offensive staff went to St. Louis. He committed to Kansas yeah. State last night, and he's built up a relationship with the head coach, the OC, and his quarterback coach in Manhattan. Now Nebraska is on to TJ Latif, who is a four-star from Orange County, California, who is actually going to visit for the spring game. When Nebraska gets their next quarterback commitment, the reason why they chose Nebraska will be what? Um, because they believed in what Rule says about it, um, that like go to the place that gives you the best uh, like from the ground up teaching you know like if find that place where you believe in uh, the coaches and the system and, and how they're going to develop you as a player and the rest can take care of itself and don't get caught up necessarily trying to project like oh this guy's got two years and mm-hmm. it's this guy you know that sort of thing because a lot of times it doesn't happen exactly like that like you know people can map it out all they want like oh it's going to be Ryla for this long then somebody else yeah we'll see I mean uh, obviously there's an expectation Ryla's gonna do some things here and take off for a while but there's not like a there's never that set path it, it very rarely follows exactly what it looks people think in their heads so um, I think if you can get the type of prospect who understands that and sees how fluid things can be at that position and also knows that it is often a spot where the second or third guy one year suddenly can be the man by the mm-hmm. second week of October, um, it can be pretty appealing. And, oh, yeah, they've only right now got um, you know three scholarship quarterbacks, so yes, there is sort of that where you'd say, oh, there's a log jam because there's two true freshmen there. But 
again, you don't know what's going to happen with everybody's career. And, um, the, the numbers aren't like really overwhelming to get in the way of a guy committing. So, um, I remember Michael Huffman from Bellevue West when Danny Kalen was deciding what to do. He, he was, he told me, he was talking to, to Danny about it. He's like, you know, if you actually look at the situation before you, it, it's one of the better competitive situations for a guy to walk into. You got a really high profile guy, but he's the same age as you. He only got one other guy who's sort of a semi veteran in the program. And that's it. You know, like that, that, that shouldn't detract you from going there. And so I, I would think kind of the same in this one. Yeah. That'll be uh, interesting to, uh, to watch. Um, BC as always, we appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, enjoy tomorrow night for uh, Nebraska, Indiana, and we'll uh, talk to you next week. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. That's uh, Brian Christopherson, Husker 24 seven. You can follow him on Twitter at Husker 24 seven BC. Mad respect for Tyson Terry, uh, who is 136 and Oh, he's got three straight, uh, state titles. Um, you know, he is with, with, you know, there's a lot of distractions out there, family distractions that he has remained really, really focused. I thought this was his best year on the field as a defensive tackle for Omaha North. You know, he's in a program that Larry Martin holds you to a standard. Mm-hmm. And Larry was tough on him as a sophomore because Tyson got built up as a freshman. I didn't think he was very good as a sophomore. I thought he took a lot of plays off. Last year, I saw Omaha North play four times in person. He didn't take plays off. And then watching him wrestle this year and just his dominance, man, I'm a, I'm a big, big fan. I, I think that's, that's, a, that's a big pickup for Nebraska where the kid's not done. Now, will he wrestle in college? It'd be nice. But wouldn't that also be cool that you could finish your 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 high school career and he's going to go to the Ironman uh, in December, which will be very wow. that'll be some of the most difficult competition yeah, that'll have. That's crazy. But man, walk off the mat next February in Omaha as a four time state champion, and that's it. And you put your shoes in yep. the middle of the mat. Yep. How cool would that be? Yeah. That's it. that was also one of those things that I didn't really know much about in covering uh, state wrestling when they put the shoes down and it's done for them it just it, that for a career like that to cap it off with a four-peat uh, we talked about how rare it is like we want to know did he has anybody ever four-peated in, in two sports like have you been a state champion four times in football and four times in wrestling which is maybe it exists somewhere don't know but to just four-peat as a wrestler especially at that weight and, and as you get older too and you're i mean like like what bc said like you are the gold standard, so you've got everybody training to try to take you down, and yet you make it look easy. Like that's, and I know that the, there's the comparisons to Nash Hutmacher. I mean, hell, they almost even kind of look alike too. But it's just one of those sports. When I think of guys that are going to play defensive line, and and I had an opportunity to watch a couple of those guys. Uh, ironically, they both went to Iowa. But to see those guys up close and personal and just the sheer force that they have and to watch them for two years from their junior and their senior year, just so much respect for those guys that can stay on top of that and then to watch it translate into, into what they do at the line of scrimmage too where it's just as nasty. That's why I feel like those guys are as prepared. That's why I wouldn't worry about a guy that is going to finish out his wrestling career in high school as opposed to being an early enrollee because you are getting so much valuable competition and structure in that type of sport right there that's only going to benefit you on the football yeah, he's field. A, he's, a great, he's a great kid. He's a, I'm a, I'm a, whether he's going to Nebraska or not, I mean, I don't care. I'm, I'm a big Tyson Terry fan. All right, Andy Candy will join us here in a uh, little bit, 25 past the hour. Don't forget UConn and Creighton, if you haven't heard, playing the night. A little important game going on uh, downtown in that little venue. Uh, 6 o'clock is the pregame with Jimmy. Uh, 7.30 is uh, tip-off. You don't want to miss it. Uh, and I guess now tickets are gone.
So everybody bought up all the singles that Good. were out there. Good. Uh, so remember, if you're in the upper bowl, bring a pom-pom. If you're in the low bowl, they got you taken care of. Gary will throw you one. It's morning with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 